Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April and I'm Caroline and this is your bloody happy hour Caroline are you ready for this this is your newest guilty pleasure it's the bloodiest part of your week did we say something about it also being happy hour show the end because we about to be sipping on some murder bloody happy hour What's up, bloody people? This is April. Oh, this is Caroline. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. We're thirsty, and we have a lot of... uh, We got some good stories for you today. Yeah, yeah, or at least one good story. One good story, and I just have a couple side stories. Oh, you got some updates on some stuff? No, just my life. (laughs) I am officially a plumber. Oh. I did finally fix my sink. Is it fixed? Like, you can use it? What? Listen, I don't know what all I told you last time, but there is no there is no liquid flowing out of improper places when it is turned on and running. That was the goal. There's no drips. There's no leaks. There's no seeps. No, bitch is a plumber. Yay. I got my own Allen wrench and I got my own wrench wrench. So I'm basically like wow. putting on my plumber belt with my crack out, about to go do some business. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. I would have called. For all you new listeners out there, (laughs) in case you need a plumber, here I am. And I'm also, what, an astrologer? Oh, we had a listener, Kiara. You know, she had to get you together real quick. Kiara, girl, I know. When we did advertise at one point, we did say we have random made-up vocabulary. So, Caroline, Kiara would like you to know that... (laughs) You would actually be an astronomer, not an astrologist. Because that's when I saw the shooting star. Yeah, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know. Is Maybe astrologist isn't a word. I don't. Or maybe th- it, it must not be. Else. I think it's probably not a word. Maybe it has something to do with the Houston Astros. I think that's <laughs> what I was trying to be part of. Just joking. I was trying to Thanks be. Thanks for getting us together, Kiara. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you. Um, new listeners. We are here every Thursday. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode. Go back and listen to some of the other episodes. We have a little bit of fun while we're telling you a story. So we like to call ourselves True Crime Comedy. Go right? listen to Tsutomi Sutoku. <laughs> Tsutomi Sudoku. What's his name? S- <sighs> I just call him Sudoku, but... Just go back and listen. It's like episode three or four, and it's Sutomu Miyasaki. <laughs> I don't think that's it either. It is, but it's really good, and this guy is the worst. That was random. How'd you think of that one? It's like the top of my brain because it's. I think it's a funny episode, and I really <laughs> liked it. And I think that's where I told my homeless person story, even no, though that was episode we did one. get in trouble for that. And um, 
that was on Kenneth McDuff. There was no homeless person stories. But oh. yeah, somebody was real mad at you for that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then veterans, of course, we love you guys. You tune in every single week. We hope you're tuning in twice a week now because we're having fun with the quickies. Yeah, if you didn't know, maybe they don't know. Do any banter, we just get right to the story. We give you the juice. We spill the tea on you right at the beginning of the episode. And it's basically what are the latest stories that are coming out in the news right then and there. Yeah, that we're kind of following and trying to keep track of, ones that, like, catch our eye. So if you listen to Nancy Grace a lot or Crime Online or you subscribe to some of those things, it's it's a lot of that. Um, but it's so that you can listen to us tell you about them because that's the most important part. Yeah, and we want to keep you up to date, like, as the um, announcements come out because – they're always just so mm. yeah great so go catch up um speaking of did you watch the gabby petito no i didn't watch it yet but i did finish jeffrey dahmer oh thank you for that you're welcome that drove me crazy all weekend i know i did finish it and uh i had to read a lot in the one episode with the deaf guy oh yeah but it does make you it 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 um, explains, I guess, the victims or yeah. kind of like makes you feel for them. Yes, because yeah, it's always about Jeffrey. So yeah, yeah, they American Horror Story people they killed it. I'm sorry, they killed it. They did a great job on this. Yeah. I'll probably rewatch it. And the only things I ever watched twice is Law and Order SVU, and Friends. Friends, and Criminal Minds. Like those are the three. Married with children. Oh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Oh, I love Will like, and Grace. Like, those are the ones that I'll watch until I die. Can we I do die. a Will and Grace rewatch podcast? We should. Kim Kardashian's podcast is number one on Spotify. <laughs> I did listen to the first two episodes. Oh. Okay, so are they good? Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. I don't love as much the... Um, scripted? Uh, is it scripted? Like... It's kind of like serial and up and vanished where there's a lot of like recordings. It's yeah. very official, which you wouldn't think that it wouldn't. It's wouldn't very produced. Very produced. Yeah, it is. Well, if it's produced, then it's very professional. It's yeah. very produced. Yeah. I mean, we're we're like a um, hole in a wall bar oh, compared yes. to like yeah. her, like this elegant upscale yeah. stiletto only type yeah thing. so no, we'll never i don't think i want to be that maybe yeah. I, maybe if you know what money talks baby <laughs> money talks so um <sighs> we are drinking some crown royal peach this is leftover from tuesday listener kevin kevin thank you, thank you so much shout out he was actually brand new heard that episode and I couldn't believe Cinemo. it. I couldn't believe somebody actually the first time, the first time <laughs> popped our cherry. And and I want to tell you guys that you can actually tell us what you suggest. Like, oh, I want to buy a round of pickle shots. Well, that's not a good example. We probably <laughs> won't make that. Fireball shots. And we will go get the fireball. And, we'll, and we will take fireball yes. shots in those little containers. But Kevin didn't do that. No, Kevin didn't do that, but you can do that. You can. You know, Cheryl, Lacey, Casey, anybody out there, you can do that. 
And I, so I chose Crown Royal Peach in honor of my friend's husband that passed away a year ago this week. So we're actually drinking this for KD. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So if you want to contribute to or buy us around, it is. Uh, you can Venmo at Bloody Happy Hour. Or you can cash app at dollar sign Bloody Happy Hour. Yep. We'll shout you out. Thanks, Don't worry. Kevin. You, yeah, never mind. Can I get to the story? Please. What it's, do we have today? What are we talking about? Who are we talking about? It's Tell very me. Um, in the season right now. Halloween-ish. Not totally. Jason. Murder. Actually, Knife. Do. Yeah. Yeah. All the above. All Jamie the above. Lee Curtis. Not Jamie Lee Curtis, but it is very um, Wait. Halloween-ish. And it's satanic. <gasps> have you watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet? No. What about the mom? I don't even know because I haven't going watched crazy it. <gasps> on, oh, not, the I'm not going to say going crazy. Because everybody Karen. has a right to their own feelings. But if you're a Karen. But that's going to kind of come up in this episode too. Okay, this mom tell was us. basically saying that her kids will not be allowed to watch Hocus Pocus 2 because it's basically unleashing hell on your kids and you have no idea what type of spell Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker are putting on your kids. Did you know that I did not even realize it was Sarah Jessica Parker in that movie until just right now? Because oh, you've never seen part one either? No, I have seen part one. I just didn't realize that that's who it was. How long ago was that movie out? I don't matter. It's like a face you don't forget. I just didn't realize that was her. If you ever want to rob Caroline, just put makeup on your face because she'll have no idea who the hell you are. I'm over. I can't. I cannot even believe it. Um. So Halloween, happy Halloween. Hopefully this comes out just in time. I'm gonna take you to Winston Salem, South. Oh wow, South, we're really going. Okay, wait, North Carolina. And have you ever heard of Pazuzu Algorod? No. Pazuzu Algorod. Let me just tell you, no. And let me also tell you, 1993 is when Hocus Pocus first came out. So, bitch, I was like seven or eight. And so that's why I didn't realize Sarah Jessica Parker looks so different in that movie. She doesn't even look like the same person. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a little boy named John Lawson. Okay. He was born in August of 1978, actually in San Francisco, California, to some very young parents that, you know, they just basically hated each other. They probably got pregnant on purpose, I mean, on accident. Um, and so they didn't stay together long. Okay. So he's a child of divorce. And mom ended up having to raise him by herself. Because dad ended up going back to California once they moved to North Carolina, which is how we get to Winston-Salem. Salem already, to me, sounds a little scary. I feel like this should be like in, like, Washington or something. Salem? There's a Salem, Massachusetts, which is supposed to be... <laughs> Massachusetts? Ta Massachusetts. How Listen. do you say it? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Massachusetts. Not two shits. Not mass of two shits. Listen, if it ain't Texas, I don't care how to say it. It's a two shits. I don't even Mass know how to Mass say it. Massachusetts. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even say it. Exactly. So he was 
Little John was pre- uh, prescribed. Described. Wait, Little John? Little John Lawson. Okay. <laughs> um, as a little small little kid. It's kind of weird. He was obsessed with vampires, horror movies. Um, and he was always obsessed with, like, the bad guy. Uh-huh. So where usually little kids wanted to be, like, Spider-Man or Batman or something, he wanted to be Jason. Okay. Vampire, like Freddy. Um, and he wanted to scare people, which to me, I loved all those movies at that age, too. Yeah, you're like, this is a normal it's life. fine, yeah. yeah. Normal, normal, normal. Um, and at eight years old... He became a little bit violent. Well, a lot violent to where he was like assaulting his mom. Oh. And she ended up taking him to the mental hospital. At eight at, years old. At this eight years sounds old. like. Oh, God. Nico? Nico. He's a lot like Nico. A lot, lot like Nico Jenkins. So she took him to the hospital, and there he was diagnosed with agoraphobia. Have you heard of that? Uh, afraid of gore. Al Gore? (laughs) Afraid of Al Gore? (laughs) He was actually had high anxiety about leaving. I'm agoraphobia too, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah. leaving places, like going outside. He had to be at home all the time. (gasps) Yeah. I I think I have that. (laughs) He, sometimes it's leaving the house. Sometimes it's like public transportation or a place with a lot of people. Like they just don't do it. So it's hard to get them out. And also schizophrenia. And manic depressant. So he had a whole lot of things. Oh, no. But mom was and he's like. eight. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mom was like, let's, I'm here, you got a psychiatrist. Let's go to therapy. Let's get you on some medicine. She's trying to be proactive, right? Yeah. Well, when he got out of the hospital, people made her feel horrible for sending him because he's so young. And she kind of went on this guilt trip and she never really got him too much help after that. And then she felt so guilty that she kind of gave him everything he wanted and never told him no. Oh, no. So she does eventually remarry um, to a guy named John. Dirty John. little John, John Lawson's son, just, like, hated him. He didn't want a stepdad. He was like, he's not going to replace my real dad who actually don't want me. Get him out of here. I want to be the only John in the house. And so she eventually divorced her husband to make john for the kid yeah wow so he wasn't throwing it down good he was (laughs) wasn't worth it Mm -mm. so he eventually started drinking Uh, well okay the kid the neighbor said the neighbor said that mom should have been the one to go to the mental hospital because she was drunk all the time and once she divorced the guy, she had different men coming in and out of the house. So they were like, no wonder she's a why ho. she's not mental. Little Johnny hated her because she was a hoe for show and drunk all the time. So yeah, she's just a drunk hoe. She's not mentally disabled. It's not a reason to go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're perfectly sane. You're just a horny hoe. Just just a hoe for show. For show. So. Um, Basically, you could do a podcast. By the time. So he's in school. And he's bullied a whole lot in school. Because he's slow. he's a cute little boy. He's not even slow. He smelled like shit. And they called him turd boy. No. (laughs) No. 
But it's not because mom didn't take care of him. It's because he refused to shower. Well, his mom needs to make him shower. Make him so shower. it is because mom did not take care of but him. But everything's yes for him. Like Did she wash no. his... How old is he? He is, I don't know, 9, 10, 11. Okay, well, she needs to be like, go wash your balls and go wash your butt Wipe and your go butt. wash your armpits. She didn't. And she didn't because she was drunk and hoeing around. So well, it's her fault. And she was like telling the counselor psychiatrist she was like he won't take a bath i don't know why a lot of times that's common when kids are sexually assaulted like when they're young they think by them being dirty that their assaulter won't um want to do anything with them so that's the first thing i thought of when i read this but there's not any nothing really came out about him being sexually assaulted so um, he had violent outbursts, not only at home against his mom, but also at school, yelling and t- cussing at his teachers and his peers and the admin. And he was on meds. So he was either yelling and going crazy or he was like in a zombie like state because they oh. put him on a medicine called Zoloft. Oh, I take that. <laughs> so did Andrew Yates. I guess everybody. Oh, has. no. I wonder I'm a zombie at times. But you have zombie like states. I don't know. Do Am I zombie currently? No, never. <laughs> well. You're never in a zombie-like <laughs> state. So by the time he got to high school, he was a freshman and he was 18 years old. So he obviously failed a couple of times. Oh. <laughs> Supposed to be 14. Sorry. Yeah. Or 13 or 14. Yep. Oh, no. He drank oh. at school daily. Jeffrey oh. Dahmer. And, of course, he eventually dropped out of school because, I mean, He was a... Eight, a senior freshman. He was a senior <laughs> freshman. 18-year-old freshman. And then he kind of fell off a little bit. Like, people didn't see him or hear from him. He would basically be a pedophile by the time he got to be oh, a senior. Oh, you can't even date. Yeah. Can't even date because <laughs> oh you will go to jail. Um, When he reemerged, he was a self-proclaimed male witch, which I really think the word is a warlock, I think. <gasps> Ooh. Right? Self-proclaimed male witch. <clears throat> and he would often talk about suicide and how his dad did not want him. Now, remember I told you mom, like, caters to him. So, because he liked to drink, she would buy him a case of beer every day. So, she oh, would assist nice. him in his drinking. She'd be helpful. And he pulled a Nico Jenkins and started giving himself tattoos on his arms, on oh. his body, on his neck. And was now a self-proclaimed wow, he's, Satanist. He, listen, apparently Satanism is not horrible. We'll talk about that. Okay, actually. good. And he starts attending a Satanist church. I think Satanic they call it, church? I think they call it Church of Satan. Any, but he was run off because he was too evil and vile and harsh and violent. And that's not what the Church of Satan is about. What? Mm-hmm. I, little did I know. Okay, so well. he started his own religion and he called it Sumerian. Basically made up. But um, the Church of Satan does not. Okay. I'm. Yeah. I, I, so. Okay. And I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more, but basically the Church of Satan has nothing to do with Satan. Well, that's They're confusing. They need to atheists. change their name. Exactly. But they did it to like um, talk about Christians 
right? Because we follow Christ. Uh-huh. And so they call that idolatry, right? But uh-huh. that's why it confuses us because we're Christians. We follow Christ. We would think that Satan's false follow Satan. Satan's, but that's not it. They just actually believe in good shit. They believe in being great to people, being honest, having peace, but they're more like nature and with the world. And so you hear people talking about, oh, you know, the world is giving me good energy or oh, um, and like those energy diamonds or energy like. Yeah, mar- it's just, whatever the, yeah, it's just LA giving stuff. all the glory and all the good things back to the nature and science and the world instead of anything else. Hey, it's views. Viewed as a positive archetype, okay? Yeah, they're atheists, but they're they're positives, I guess. So that's why he got kicked out because um, John, who's John right now still, wants it to be about the devil, and it's not about the devil. So he started his own religion, and he began doing drugs, hard drugs, and also picked up a hobby. And this hobby is sacrificing animals to drink their blood. Now, many people saw him do this. It's not it good. was mostly rabbits. Oh, gosh. But a couple times it was cat. Oh, no, not which you're okay with. <laughs> and he actually would hang his cats from the tree outside of his house. Which you've probably done. And his neighbors actually said nothing. Because <laughs> you were probably his neighbor. <laughs> I was his neighbor. <laughs> In 2002, he finally changed his name to Pazuzu Allah Algarad. Sounds like Tusama Sudoku. It does. Pazuzu is the name of the demon. An Egyptian god again? Yes, but also a demon in Exorcist. (gasps) Jeffrey Dahmer would have known that because he loved the movie Exorcist. Exorcist 3, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was three. There, yeah, it's actually not very good. But to Samu, what? How do you, how do you, how do you say that name again? Pazuzu. 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 <clears throat> um, and he was telling people that he was from Iraq, and his dad was a f- priest, uh, the highest priest in Iraq. <gasps> Y'all, right now, go look at a picture on. Instagram or Facebook and look at the picture of Pazuzu Algarod. Allah came from his supposedly Iranian or Iraqi, I don't know which one it was, background, but he's total white boy from California. Like there's no Iranian background. And by this time, he is only bathing once a year, has not brushed his teeth in years. Oh, And he did this because he claimed that filth and dirt made him stronger and helped him ward off illness and infection. What? Which a little bit is true, right? Like you let you you get a little bit of dirt here and there, but don't take a damn to the dentist. And they got real mad at me saying that my mouth was dry. Not, not brushing your teeth. There's no, nothing okay about that. But, People who obsessively wash their hands probably have Uh, a weaker immune system. Correct. I will take a shower more than once a year. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. So anyways, that's what he believed. So he was filthy, nasty, dirty all the time. Imagine his teeth. Imagine how he smelled. Now, imagine Uh. that he lives in 
a town similar to like the Bible Belt, Waco, Texas. <gasps> but this is a little suburb area called Clemens. And they're very traditional. They're very straight lace. They don't like magic. They don't like other religions. They don't like anything that's not like very traditional Baptist Christian. And so Pazuzu loved all those things. He was obsessed with magic. He was obsessed with other gods and Satan. Is that his house? That is his house. It's beautiful. <clears throat> so speaking of his house, he his lives house. in a dump. He yes. lives under a bridge with trash. He lives legitimately in a dumpster. It is basically. Is that a really his house? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Let, I'm getting there. I'm going there off. right now. Okay. So he wanted to be the total opposite. But what's crazy is that there are a lot of other people in this community that were also like socially awkward, misfits, outcasts, like liked magic or wore black or had piercings and tattoos that the community didn't accept. So guess who they went towards? <sighs> Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Clearly. As you would. Now, you know, Pazuzu had an idol. Somebody besides Satan, that he really admired and wanted to be like. F apothesis. Charles Manson. Oh, that was my second guess. <laughs> he loved the fact that, oh, Charlie boy could get others to do evil things for him. Well, yeah. And they would, they would commit crimes under his command. Yeah. So he started trying to be more and more like Charles Manson because that's his mentor. It's his idol. Yeah, it's a good one. So he eventually started, and he had a following. He had a family. Remember Jeffrey? I mean, remember Charlie had his family of his people, like his cult-like yeah. people? Well, Pazuzu, you see how he looks, had multiple fiancés at one time. Listen, if Pazuzu can get multiple fiancés, <laughs> this bitch better be able to get multiple fiancés. You're doing it all wrong. You're taking doing too many it all showers. Wrong. I've showered too much. Taking too many I'm showers. I brushed my teeth. I'm going to the dentist. I need to stop doing all stop those things. Doing it all. I'm going to start greasing my hair, making my little those little dreads. dreadlocks, get tattoos all over your face. I'm getting there. I'm going to get a few more piercings. Got to get a little bit more. You're close. You're close. I'm getting there. I do have holes in my shirt, so I'm his on face that. is now full of tattoos. And he is, one day, he was so dedicated to being real weird that he got high on meth and drilled his teeth oh, that's into an option. dagger looking okay. with a Dremel. Oh. Like a little drill thing. That, that's like, what cuts the dog's toenails. Do you want to do, do you want, do you want us to do the Dremel? Can you imagine that? Do you want us to add Dremel? I'm like. I don't know what that means. That's how they cut the dog's toenails. Yeah. So imagine doing that to your teeth. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Not at probably all. Probably wouldn't. Mm -mm. So now his teeth are not like squared off like mm -mm. ours. They're like dagger short. I Vampire. mean sharp. Vampire-ish. Vampire yeah. And he used his teeth and now his sacrificing of animals. So, so now that's he how just he's killing the animals. He's just bite. eating them. And drinking their blood. How do you get the taste for like, 
Hmm, I could go for a live rabbit today. I don't know. I think he did it all for the reactions. Like what? But he was living people. in this trash dump. Who's he looking at him? People he had followers. are at he had his followers. house all the at time. His, at his that house? Yes. So two of his fiancés are Amber Birch and Crystal Matlock, too. And but these bitches were like they had nowhere else to go. They were on drugs. Their dads had left them, so they clearly had daddy issues, drug issues, and Pazusu welcomed them and brought them in. And he was described as charismatic, so kind of like Charlie Manson and most of our cult leaders. So people, weird people, liked him. So this house that you brought out 45 times, right? <laughs> so this is called the House of Horrors. Daily activities include orgies daily he would it's, just be like you okay, you you and you have sex and in a minute you you and you come join them right okay but he did actually have a house this looked like it was under a bridge no it's a nice house actually this was his mom's house that he took over oh. i'm trying to tell you <laughs> yeah yeah okay sorry uh okay so constant heavy music <laughs> It is a real nice house. It's coming, right? So he's also drawing pentagrams on the wall. And people went there to do whatever they wanted. Whatever they wanted. And that's why they went. So they would have, when this house was eventually found, there was dead carcass animals like dead animal carcasses on the floor. You probably see them. Blood smeared on the walls. Eight other dogs live there. And there's randomly dog shits or human shit in the corner of the rooms. What? It's, I'm just, it's terrible. Well, put it, your microphone so we can hear you You're too far. I, I put myself in timeout. Oh. I'm talking too much. So, um,. What happened is, like, the bathroom became inoperable. So when they had to take a shit, they would just go in a corner. And I'm watching this documentary, right? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. Y'all are going to have crazy pictures to look at. I'm just looking at these pictures as she's telling the story. Sorry. So there is a documentary called The Devil You Know on Hulu right now. You can go uh-huh. and see it. It's a five-part documentary on Pazuzu Algarod. They show this house. They talk, They show all these pictures of him, and they're kind of telling this story. Have oh. you seen it? No, but I've seen I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. I've, I haven't totally finished it because there's only so much to tell, and then it basically turns into an intervention episode because it oh. has all his old friends, and they're just shooting up on camera. Scamming people for drug money on camera, going to jail on camera. Like it, I don't know what it turned it. It turned into an intervention episode, basically. Mm -hmm. So imagine all these people. Like he had a lot of followers. Every day was a house party. You know, pee everywhere, just a poop everywhere, drug, yeah, infested, disgusting party. And um, so the house was as dirty as he was. Like, how do they get money? He would randomly cut himself for money with his teeth mm-hmm. and then drink his own blood in front of people just to get their reactions. Mm-hmm. But 
he inspired other people to do it too. Oh, so yeah. like these people that were going there would do the same thing. They would like cut their arm and drink their own blood yeah. high. And people are just like cheering and just having a blast. It's inspirational. On this documentary, I'm inspired. these people are talking about how much they miss him. Like that's yeah. how charismatic or, or a part of a family he made them feel. It's crazy. It's basically Scientology. It's, I don't know what that is. Probably, probably, probably. I've been looking into Scientology lately with the Danny Masterson situation going on, which I forgot to address. Who is that? I digress. He was, he was in that 70s show. Oh, uh-huh. Which one? One of them. He had like a fro, afro kind of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And one. he's on trial. He has criminal trial and a civil crime trial for sexual assault and rape mm. and uh they are all three or four he's a scientologist the people who are his accusers are also in scientology uh-huh. and they are finally coming out to accuse him because he would basically like drug them and then they'd get, get him into like hot tub or get him into his bed and he would be they would come to or wake up and he was he like on top of them oh. like being in yeah well cosby ish huh yeah so he is one of us trials started like yesterday or today and it's bringing a lot of scientology uh, into it yeah so it's becoming a big thing and it's either like is he going to turn on scientology or is scientology going to turn on him mm-hmm. and it's becoming like a kind of a story uh, i'll keep you posted yeah, that's real weird. Real weird. Okay, so, and remember this town is so Christian, and but because they're so Christian and he's so far left, they feared him. Mm-hmm. And because they feared him, nobody really, like, they just avoided him and his house and everything that was kind of going on there. So he was doing these weird things and it was just happening. Like nobody was like saying he's there's a dead cat in his front yard or supposedly he's killing these rats. I mean, these bunnies and drinking their blood and this is a drug house and he's whooping his mama's ass. Cause he starts whooping his mama's ass. Oh, she's and still the lives police there. Come. Yeah. Nasty-ass. So I forgot to tell you, Mama is still living in the house and she lets them do all these things that they're doing as long as they don't go in her room. So when you see the video <clears throat> in the documentary, the house looks like the worst episode of Hoarders times 27. It's and then shit her room, everywhere. Yes. The it's worst trash. Trash. You trash. Can, literally cannot walk. Okay. And her room was like somewhat clean. Like it looked immaculate compared to that because they were allowed to do whatever everywhere else but her room. I just don't see how people live like this. And she just got her ass up and went to work and came home in that filth every day. She's she's there every day. Uh-uh. Nope. So I'm going to switch the swing, scene a little bit and we're going to talk about a guy named Josh Wetzler. Okay, so while Pazuzu's being a gross ass over here in his house and his friends, we got Josh Wetzler over here. And he's got a girlfriend, partner named Stacy. They met in 1999. They both loved animals, especially horses. 
And right now, they're living the van life, right? They're traveling oh. in the van. Okay. They're just kind of living their best life, mm-hmm. probably smoking weed. Um, but they have a dream. Uh-oh. And their dream is to have a farm where they train rehab and rehabilitate horses, right? Okay. So big dream. They want this farm. Yeah. They want a barn. They want a bunch of horses. So they make their dream come true. And they go to the bank and they get this loan. They get this land and a house and they're living their best life. She's pregnant. They got a baby boy on the way. They're so happy. But then the recession hits and it turns out they got a mortgage loan that was kind of sketchy. We can't have them now. But those balloon payment loans, like you sign the contract and it says your interest rate is this much and your payment's going to be this much, right? Mm -hmm. It's called a fixed rate. Theirs was something like a balloon rate to where the next year it could your mortgage could double and your interest rate or your per whatever could double. Oh, no. And so they ended up not being able to pay for their Oh no. And it got foreclosed on. Oh no. So Josh, this was a whole lot for Josh to handle. It'd be a whole lot for anybody to handle. Uh, yep, it would. So he started coping with drugs. Yep. But not horrible drugs like weed. And shrooms here and there, which he um, sh- they dabbled in before because they kind of live that. I mean, those are crunchy, super life. heavy. No, it's not anything that's going to or shrooms. I don't know about shrooms, but on a typical person, it's not anything that's going to be make them. It's go not crazy. bleach. It's not bleach. <laughs> Meth is bleach. Meth is bleach. So. But his drugs, it got a little bit worse and it kind of took over and now they had a baby. And so Stacy was like, we got to get a job. We got to find somewhere to live. And I don't want these drugs around our son because when you bring a kid into it and CPS finds out, right, you can lose custody. Mm -hmm. So Stacy and John decide to split up temporarily. Stacy was like, I'm going to take this job on this farm. They're not going to pay me, but... They're going to give me a living quarters. I can actually live there if I work there during oh, the day. Okay. So she's just like, I need a home for me and my son. John goes and lives in a trailer somewhere in South Carolina, and he's depressed, right? He lost his home. Yeah. Now he lost, lost his, his family. family. Yeah, he's... And so he, I don't know why his thinking is this, but he's like, maybe I can sell Drugs. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms and weed. Well, probably because he's like, maybe I can make good money off of it. And, and I don't get know. us out of the hole. Yeah. Well, so then he orders some shrooms online mm-hmm. and has it shipped to his house. Oh, no. Not- so, of course, when you accept the package, what happens? DEA, police, oh, whatever, no. they come out. So he gets arrested. And this is a felony. I guess it's a felony everywhere. I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't know. even know. I, I don't know. Shrooms are a psychedelic, so it is. It's I, what, how long ago is this? This is in two thousand ten. Well, I two thousand eleven. Kind of feel like I don't know. I don't know. I think if you get caught with shrooms in your car now, you'll still go to jail. Yeah, I have no idea. And it's, same thing with weed, at least in Texas. Right, yeah. I don't know yeah, if you'll yeah, go to yeah. jail, but you'll, it'll, you'll be in trouble. I don't know if it's a felony right now. But either way, it was there. Kamala Harris said that <clears throat> you do not need to go to jail if you have weed. Yeah, you don't. I, you don't. 
And then you got Brittany Griner in <laughs> freaking Russia jail. Can you believe she's still in there? And she's apparently being treated horrible treatment. That's what mm. I saw today. Mm. In this small town, you get arrested. Your face is on the front page of the paper. Yep. And when he gets out, he cannot find a job. And so he's even like lower than rock bottom now. He's like the layer under rock bottom. Because now he can't even find a job. And he's got a, he's a felon. And he just went to jail. And somehow he ends up, because his life is turned upside down, he ends, and he gets his kid taken away. So he don't even have custody of his kid anymore because he's a felon. And he ends up running with the same circle of people who hang out with, guess who? What's his face? What's his face? Pazuzuki. Pazuzu Algarod. Wow. He went to the whole next level. Yeah. So I lied when I say it was 2011 earlier because right now it's July 2009 and Stacy, now this whole time, Stacy and Josh are still very um, cordial. They loved each other still, but life was like going in different directions. So they weren't officially together. Mm-hmm. They were at a bar- barbecue in July in 2009. Um, and that was the last time Stacy would see Josh. Oh, and, oh gosh. But she didn't think much of it because... With this new life that he's going through, sometimes he would just disappear for a little bit. So she don't know if it was drugs. She didn't know that if he was avoiding police because he was on a parole, you know, and he was doing drugs. So was he avoiding? So she didn't file a missing persons report. And she was just like, he, you know, he always contacts me when he's ready. So he'll contact me. Yeah. But seven months later, she has still not heard from him. And her, his mom calls her and says, Josh missed my birthday and he would have never, oh. something's wrong. He would have not, not called or came by on my birthday. So that's when Stacy's like, oh, I'm scared now. So she goes to the police and she files a missing persons report seven months later. And you know what the police say? They were what? like, oh yeah, we figured he was missing. And she was like, wait, what? Why did what? you figure he what was missing? Mean? Oh, July 2009, we found a card that belonged to him. The keys were in the ignition. The door was open. It was parked at a random spot. And we figured he took off, like avoiding like parole or yeah. something. It ends up being the same day of the damn barbecue that she was. he was there. So what? she thought he was on a binge. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he had actually did go missing that day. So she was like, well, why didn't you call me or the mom or try to find him? And it just, they were like, well, we checked his record and saw he was a felon. So we just thought he was avoiding police. So oops, that's like, you know, a little bit of sketchiness from this small town police department here. So... Now we're back at Pazuzu's house because it's kind of all happening at the same time. I'm just like switching scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. So back at Pazuzu's house, a little bit after Stacy found out that like he really is missing, right? There's a house party 
at Pazuzu's mm. and that trash and at the damn landfill is what it is. <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> it's a party house. in the landfill. It's a party in the landfill. And Pazuzu starts to brag that he has killed a guy oh, named no. Josh and that they had trapped him in a basement. They starved him for days, then shot him. And he was still down there in the basement with kitty litter and bleach covered over his body so that it doesn't smell. No. Bitch, the whole house smells like a dead body. <laughs> you could have let him stay. What's, just rot. what's weird is that like, like Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbors could smell stuff. How do these, I guess it's, it's the ventilation in an apartment is different than if you're at your own home. No, the house... All but the, the house always smelled, like smelled. Sh- there's dog shit. But there's cat pee. You always there's hear dead animals. That I guess a distinct smell. Yeah, you always hear that. I've never come across a dead yeah. body, so I've never had to smell that smell. Yeah. So I can't say, but maybe we need to talk to somebody who has. Yeah, maybe so. But I do hear it's like it's a distinct smell. I'll yeah. go on my walks like at lunch and I keep passing by this house. I mean, I know it has like a, a skunk. Weird smell. And I'm like, is that the dead body smell? I don't know. But I don't know because <laughs> half the time we have terrible allergies, so I can't smell shit anyways. <laughs> like right now I've got one stopped up nostril. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so we got dead body smell. Well, and so he actually announces, and he's like, if anybody, he tells one of his guys, if anybody goes down there, shoot them on sight. They don't need to see this. But also, Pazuzu says shit like this all the time. Oh, yeah, we went and killed a homeless person, and I chopped him up, and I ate him. Yeah. Oh. Chopped him up, and I ate him. Oh, and so they don't, some, some people are like, is he just bullshitting? But other people... Who knew Stacy was like, oh, so one girl knew Stacy. And she was like, Stacy is missing her boyfriend, baby daddy, yeah. Josh. I wonder if this could be. So I'll tell you what happened with that after this break. And now a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. (laughs) 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, Do you mean, could it be? The Poltergeist. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places 
and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Are you a theater nerd or a movie buff? Are you interested in the world of fine art or the sleazy way celebrities break the law? Check out Crime of Arts, a true crime comedy podcast that peeks behind the curtain to shine a light on the dark and untold truths of the creative arts. From film set mysteries to celebrity murders and art heists, we look past the bright lights to uncover what hides in the shadows. Each week, theater nerds Lisa and Justin bring a surprising story to the episode in their own nerdy, pop culture-ridden, sarcastic banter. Join us every Wednesday to help get you over the hump day. Crime of the Arts is available now any and everywhere you listen to your podcast. Go listen to Crime of the Arts podcast. Well, before we get back to the show, I want to tell you about a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. April, are you secretly Googling questions about weed? (gasps) Perhaps. Well, good news. How to do the pot is here to help you. I know. (laughs) With short weekly episodes that inspire you to feel confident about cannabis for health, well-being, and fun. I know. Get excited. Hosted by Ellen Scanlon. How to, do, how to Do the Pot is demystifying cannabis for women through the delightful mix of storytelling, practical tips, and expert advice. This is so exciting. I've never heard of a, a podcast like this, so, I mean, maybe we could start listening. I think we should. Let's do it. If you want to hear how women are exploring cannabis and have all your questions answered, you need to go listen right now to How to Do the Pot wherever you listen to podcasts. Stacy's friend comes over and she's like, you know, Pazuzu's bragging about killing a guy named Josh and says that the body is in the basement. And he was very specific. When usually Pazuzu tells these stories, they're very broad. And so Stacy is like, I need to tell the police. Let me go to the police. So she does. And she goes to the police department. And she's like, can you listen, Pazuzu, this is what happened. Can you at least go and check on this? So the police do, actually. What? And they pull up and they go to the door. Mind you, there is inverted pentagrams on the door. Oh, gosh. And it's a warning for any person in uniform who enforces laws that's what a pentagram means no this oh. is what is wording on the door oh, okay, okay it's what the door is saying yeah okay. so basically stay away police because mm-hmm. 
they are going to, they made their own laws for that house. So they're going to enforce their own laws. They're sovereign citizens. Yes. So the police knock on the door and they're like, hey, Pazuzu, is there any dead bodies in the house? And Pazuzu's like, no. No, why would you ask? Well, would you let us search it? No. Okay, bye. And they literally get in the car. (laughs) They left. And they drive off and they leave it at that. But then multiple people start reporting this story because he's telling it and he's telling it in a way and he's bringing in his fiancés. And now he's saying that since the police came, he had to get rid of the evidence. So they chopped up Josh's body and buried him in the cat litter in the backyard and different burial sites. (gasps) So... But the police are still like, well, I don't know. These are drug addicts. I don't know if I should trust them. Like, they just kind of let it go by. Until finally, 2010. So, it's a year, right? Uh And after, almost a year after uh, Josh goes missing, and they get a search warrant. And they search the house, and they bring cadaver dogs. Oh, good. And they search inside and outside and they find nothing so now they're like pazuzu just wants attention these are just drug addicts that are high and making up stories so then basically pazuzu gets put on their ignore list like let's ignore all the stories that come up on them okay but if you think about it the drug dogs if the house if there's dead shit everywhere could the drug dogs i mean could the that's true cadaver dogs be houses i don't know i don't know could it throw off their scent so now it's june 2010 so just a couple months after they uh searched the house and pazuzu and it's a full moon and you know satanists like to kill on full moons according to pazuzu There's this guy named Joseph Chandler. He's a 30-year-old guy who is actually legally blind, and he's walking to his route to the store, just like he always does, going to get whatever, his cigarettes, his drink. And he so happens to run into Pazuzu, and one of Pazuzu's followings, family members, named Nicholas. And they spark a conversation with Mr. Joseph, And somehow, we don't know how, Joseph ends up getting in the car with them. And they drive to the Yatkin River in North Carolina, and they park by the water, and they get out. And so Joseph's getting out, and he's pulling out his cigarettes and his lighter, and Nicholas grabs a shotgun and points it at the back of Joseph's head and pulls the trigger but the gun jams. Oh, misfire. Misfire. But Joseph's looking straight ahead, legally blind. They don't even think he knows what's going on. Oh, like later on, Nicholas says, they don't even know what's going on. So that gives Nicholas time to go to the car, get another gun. And before Joseph can even light his cigarette, he shoots him in the head. And he's dead right there on site. Oh, shit. Well, Pazuzu can't keep his mouth shut. They don't get they don't do anything to his body. They just leave him there. And his mom's like on this documentary talking about how Pazuzu's the devil. 
Well, he can't keep his mouth shut, so the police actually figure it out that it's Pazuzu and Nicholas, and they get arrested. Say yay. Yay. And he, they actually plead guilty. Now, just hearing this, do you think this would be murder or manslaughter? Mm. Murder? Murder. Yeah. They get charged for involuntary. Nicholas gets charged for involuntary manslaughter. It should be first degree murder. You intentionally, you intentionally took him there. Took, yeah. And had two guns just in case one jammed. To and it did. To shoot them. To shoot him. Yeah. And you know what he got? 13 months in no. prison. Yes. He got less than Sherry Papini. Less. Less, less, oh, less. No. Pazuzu um, had to have a psyche valve verse because just looking at him, you know, he can be a little bit crazy, right? So he was declared competent to stand trial. And during the psyche valve, he was diagnosed as schizophrenic, agoraphobia, manic depressant, and has alcoholism. So basically the same stuff as that he's had since his whole life. And I don't even know if I said it earlier, but he did get treatment early, but mom ran out of money and insurance. So he stopped like his treatment and meds and everything stopped Mm. abruptly. Mm -hmm. And that's when he kind of started spiraling. So because he had all these issues that they needed to focus on getting him help. And so he was charged with accessory after the fact, which his hands were clean. He was pulling a Manson, right? He was Mm. just the words behind it. Yeah, yeah. And he got five years probation and help for his alcoholism. That sounds but about look, right. Look, Josh is a felon and gets his front page on the front page of the paper for some shrooms. And that just real weird. That, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. So, mm. no, Pazuzu basically gets away from it, away with it, because he gets to go right home to his filth. And now he feels extra powerful. I don't know why he wouldn't just want to go to jail. Like it would be cleaner. (laughs) But he probably likes the dirt. Oh, he likes the feel. Yeah, he likes it. That's why. And and it gives him power and it keeps him um, wards off evil. I mean, no, wards off illness. So he goes home and he's bragging. And he's like, I can't be stopped. I'm protected. So he thinks it's like Mm. Satan protecting him. Now, his friend Matt Flowers, they were friends when they were younger, before Pazuzu got real crazy. And then Matt needed to get out of this little bitty town, so he went away to the military and, like, made a good career for himself, but came back and was screwed up, had a lot of PTSD, and was doing drugs and drinking. Yeah. Not hard hard drugs, but drinking. And he went back to Pazuzu and was hanging out at his house. Well, he was telling Matt about Josh and now about Joseph, and he says, Matt, if you're really my friend, you'll go kill that guy over there. And so Matt didn't want any more. He had just left a bunch of violence when he was in the army like or military. Obviously, he was at war or had to do whatever. So Matt wasn't about killing. So instead, he went and told that guy, get the fuck out of here now. Pazuzu wants me to kill you, and if I don't kill you, somebody else would. So that guy got his life spared, and he left. Matt 
is also seeing that, you know, I do love Pazuzu. This is him in the documentary. We were good friends, but I think he had to be stopped. So he goes to the police and he tells them the story of Josh Mm -hmm. and how he's bragging about Joseph and how he tried to get him to kill another guy in the house, but he didn't. Police were like, oh, we've already searched there. It's just all rumors, deuces. And he was pissed. So he decides to go back a little bit later. And he said, and this time he's wearing his actual, like, uniform. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't turn away a veteran, an Army veteran, right? Oh. And it works because oh. maybe somebody else was in the military or they're like, well, maybe he's just not different a tatted respect. up. He had different yeah. respect for somebody. Yeah. So before he was just in a leather jacket and, you know, tatted up. Now they're like, oh, maybe we should listen to him. So now they get a search warrant. Guess what day it is? October 31st. I don't know. October 13th, 2014. It's literally today. That's what day it is today. Sometimes Ah! I do these stories and it like ends up on that day. And I'm like, oh. Oh. This story was meant to be. So now they don't take them damn bullshit ass cadaver dogs that they hope that they retired after this. They take some type of technical stuff where you can probably like, the radar. same stuff that you they, they did for the Chris and Smart with your own backyard and all that probably stuff. So. With they the, said it, but I didn't even type up that what yeah, it was called. Yeah, yeah. But some type of technology, and they find unmarked graves and pieces yep. of bones, skull, a whole like. Um, torso like bones mm-hmm. and they've been there this whole time mm-hmm. they keep digging and they find another body An- oh shit and another body and this body ends up being the body of a guy named Tommy Welch and what we know about Tommy Welch is he disappeared October of 2009 obviously October is a special month to Pazuzu yep. Um, he was walking to meet, I think he was a mechanic and he was walking to meet his brother and along his walk, he met up with Pazuzu and Pazuzu's fiance, Amber Birch and Amber Pazuzu ended up getting Amber to shoot him in the head and Pazuzu helped like dismember and bury the body in the backyard wow so poor tommy was just random wrong place wrong time now 2009 this they found him on 2014 this whole time tommy's family had no idea what happened to him he just vanished literally vanished up and vanished up and vanished so now we got evidence that there's some murders and Pazuzu and Amber Birch and the other fiance, Crystal Matlock, were all charged with the crimes with these bodies, right? Wow. And Crystal actually helped bury like helped bury Josh. 
So what he would do is one time he would kill, they would bury. One time they would kill, he would bury so that nobody would flip on anybody. That house smelled so horrible. So horrible. There was a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. And really, had Pazuzu shut up, he probably would have still gotten away with it because the cops weren't even worried about him. Only because he ran his mouth. So it's April of 2015 and Pazuzu's home. It was a nice red brick home on a hill in South Carolina. This is a nice, normal suburbia neighborhood. You need to look at the outside of the home. Like, it's a nice home. It was condemned and deemed unfit, obviously. Wow, what a story. And they really think, the the journalist who actually put out this documentary and did, there's this whole article about it in the Winston-Salem Chronicle or whatever. They think that he could have killed up to 15 people. Oh, wow. Kind of coincided with people have gone missing, some of the stories that he's told. So at one point they thought he lied about them. Now they're kind of questioning, did he, could he have killed more? Um, And I guess we'll just never, ever, ever know. Dun, dun, dun. Good story. That is it. Happy Halloween. Yay. Don't be a Satanist. Either one of them. The 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 made up ones or the. Yeah, I would the say. The ones who swear they're good, but they're Satanists. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's not good either way, but <laughs> you do you, boo. Do you. All right. That is it. Yep. And go listen, share, do all the things, subscribe and everything. Yes. We are going to read next week. So go put your reviews in now. Next week, we're going to read the reviews. We love hearing those. Um, Yeah, we got a few to catch up on. So it'll be fun next week when we do. All right, y'all. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.